Hi, this is Max Peacock, and you're listening to my personal podcast, Max's Mind. Here you'll find narrations of the content pieces found on my blog, in case you prefer listening to my ideas instead of reading them. If you want to check out more of my work, please visit maxpeacock.blog. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. This is episode one of Max's Mind, titled Prologue. This is not my first attempt at writing the opening post for this blog. I have overcomplicated the task and its meaning to a point which no longer feels productive, but I'm also aware that there's only one way past this block, and that's through it. In my previous creative endeavors, I learned to let go of a desire for perfection when calling a work complete. However, this feels more challenging when it comes to writing. Our species has developed a capacity to externalize our individuality and authenticity through articulated speech, which is mind-blowing in itself, but also brings profound responsibility to those who attempt to wield these linguistic tools. In learning to use language, it seems that I have found a method for beginning to make sense of the deepest parts of myself, which I hadn't previously acknowledged the existence of. I view this as a serious phenomenon, and one that is worthwhile of a careful approach. Regardless of how you choose to make sense of your existence and the unexplainable richness of human experience, I don't think there's any denying a soul-like conscience to each individual. This soul-like conscience is what I believe we each refer to as I when we speak truthfully to our past experiences and present appetitions. This same entity is also the neutral judge which resides in your mind and offers insight in moments of decision. There seems to me to be an inseparability between the conscious inner dialogue of the mind and the infinitude of the universe which gives rise to it. I'm still actively trying to make sense of what physiological and possibly spiritual processes make up my subjectivity, and in doing so, new depths of the human experience have been revealed to me. What I mean by this is, as I dedicate my full attention to articulating my experience of consciousness through language, I can subjectively perceive the alignment of my actualized self with my potential self in a pursuit of meaning which transcends the suffering of my existence. Though perhaps profound, this is not a new idea, nor is it my own. A less grandiose way of explaining my attitude towards writing is that using my words to make sense of myself and the world around me causes me to feel like I'm after something worthwhile, a better version of myself and reality. So you can probably begin to understand to some degree why I have chosen to take on an attitude towards this blog post and everything which follows that is more careful and serious than the attitude I may carry when I'm making my bed in the morning. Even in writing these sentences, I'm acutely aware of the inner dialogue of my mind asking myself if my sequencing of words is genuinely representative of my realist beliefs and experiences. I'm quite literally trying to find myself in my words as they come to me. It's something which is simultaneously beautiful and horrifying to be aware of. Observing coherent thoughts and ideas rise out of what you subjectively perceive to be nothing can be overwhelming. but can also be freeing when you learn to live your life in accordance with this quality of experience. Now, the goal of this blog post isn't to dive into the details of how I perceive my own mind and what beliefs I have about consciousness, that will come later, but is instead to explain how I arrived at the psychological transformation illustrated above and why I've chosen to discuss it publicly. Although it has been a lifelong journey, it wasn't until an extended period of solitude and isolation that I began to remotely resemble the person I am today. 
I was finishing up the first year of my undergrad when the COVID-19 virus became a global pandemic. No one I knew had any idea what this news meant, but many were initially excited to hear that school and work would be written off temporarily. As I began to settle into this new reality that the spring of 2020 presented us all with, I decided I would take some summer courses given I had nothing better to do with my time. In my first few months in isolation, I continued to grow an interest in philosophy which had been sparked by an introductory ethics class I had taken the previous winter. This led me to enroll in introductory metaphysics and Python courses, which would eventually come to have far more profound implications regarding my perceptions of reality and meaning than I had initially conceived upon registration. It was also around this time that I was introduced to Eastern religion through the works of Alan Watts, as well as the concept of belief systems and hierarchies by means of writers like Jordan Peterson and Robert Piercig. There was no shortage of entrancing ideas swimming around in the neural ocean of my mind, and this became more true as I engaged with the material from my summer philosophy and computer science courses. Over the summer of 2020, I learned that the nature of reality and meaning were worthwhile fields of contemplation. The cognitive juxtaposition in my learning of programming and metaphysical foundations prompted a recognition that the laws of the universe which give rise to our experience are seemingly no different in their foundations than a logic system constructed using binary. This is all quite clear in hindsight, but in these formative moments, I didn't know what to make of all the new information I had been consuming and the thoughts which arose out of it. If I'm being honest, it also raised some justifiably warranted superstitions about simulation theory, which do still remain. My fascination with these types of ideas did not cease as I acquired the credits for the completion of these courses. I was also still quite incapable of accurately articulating what my new interests were in their nature and why I was so gripped by them. If you'd asked me to explain where I was in my pursuit of meaning and knowledge at this point in my life, the best answer I could have probably produced would have been something along the lines of, life's a trip man, which honestly isn't too far off from the truth. In my return to work as COVID-19 restrictions eased later in the summer, I was committed to applying my newfound appreciation for life to my work as a lifeguard. I learned a lot about myself in the leadership position I had been promoted to and made it a goal to be the best person I possibly could be, both inside and outside of my work. It was quite affecting to see that summer that the dedication of the capacities which were divinely granted to me by coincidence of the universe could actually bring about observable positive change in the lives of those around me. I was developing a mode of being in which there is meaning and fulfillment in my day-to-day -day struggles. When school resumed in the fall, fully online this time around, I had a lot more opinions about the world coming into the semester. For the first time in my life, I felt that I had a stable foundation of interest, ambition, and knowledge to stand on as I embraced another tidal wave of information and academic content. I could tell I was starting to figure out what I actually wanted to do with my life and with what attitude. This time around, I was thinking more critically about my place in the universe and how I was situated in relation to the phenomena which were unfolding around me. The chaos which ensued during the 2020 US election got me thinking deeply about the influence of big tech on the transformation and evolution of our species. More specifically, what ethical foundations were these godlike corporations operating on, and what were the individualistic outcomes of their behaviors? 
As someone who studies media production and design, it was becoming more clear to me at this point how I could fuse my academic interests with my existential curiosity to create a positive contribution to the world. I began to see the future in a whole new light. Mortality aside, I now viewed myself as a being in an infinite universe with no upper limits on what I could become or what external change I might be able to bring about. It was just up to me to actually make it all happen. The cold months, which marked the end of my second year of university, were filled with learning and writing, but not much publishing. My remaining courses for the year were used as outlets for an excess of opinions and ideas I no longer wanted to keep to myself. However, it became obvious I had more to say than what seemed appropriate to overload my school essays with. I craved a space for dialogue where I could publicly reconcile my philosophical fascinations with a desire to help make the world a better place and hopefully start some conversations along the way. Online content production is something that has interested me for a while, but I'm used to being the guy behind the camera lens and not the one who's actually speaking into the microphone. Frankly, it's taken a bit of personal courage for me to break my digital silence and speak my truth in this new era of media and digital storytelling. I guess this is all to say, welcome to my blog. This is the story of how I came to start it, as well as a toast to what the future holds for all these ideas. I can say with confidence, it's only the beginning. You've been listening to Max's Mind. If you'd like to get in touch, feel free to reach out to me on my socials. They are linked on the Connect page of my website. I'm always looking for new conversation. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.